Oh yeah, what's good, my creators? What's going on here for another edition of Cuts? You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. Now, my creators, I ain't gonna hold you, son. This interview is a long time in the making, son. I ain't gonna hold you. We we tried to schedule it so many times. Both our schedules have just been either conflicting. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely, I, I gotta say with, with this man right here, definitely, definitely have to respect his efforts in the space, in the creative space, in the independent industry, and as well as just alone in the hip hop culture period. You know what I'm saying? Definitely strived through many obstacles and did everything he could to create the music, you know, that he that he does and as well as contribute, you know, for what he can. You know what I'm saying? Also to a fellow educator like myself, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Definitely you know, much big ups to him on that. <laughs> and you know, definitely want to chop chopping in on that in his interview. Nonetheless, I got my man Coney Brooks. Coney Brooks was good, son. What's going on? Thank you for having me. No, nah, nothing. Chilling, man. Chilling, man. Chilling, man. First and foremost, uh, definitely to see you uh, break the clips of the so as far as social media numbers, you know, the 10K, you know, definitely must salute to that because it's, de- it's definitely hard. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely difficult. Never lie. <laughs> to even, you know, reach that amount. But definitely, you know, you for sure still kept it within your niche and still kept it within yourself to not allow the numbers to defy you. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, right. let's go into that. Like, do you feel within this era that for creatives, or on all spectrum of creatives, they've allowed their numbers to devi- uh, defy them um, to over- overweigh the talent that they really should focus on advancing? Take us into that. Yeah, um, I do feel... Um, a lot of creatives, they, they, they focus more so on the numbers and the talent than the art, than um, respecting that culture and that skill set. But that starts with us as consumers and users uh, of people that take in, you know, this artwork and, and these things. We, we kind of allow mainstream media to create, you know, the facade that um, talent doesn't matter. It's all about how much money you can make. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, we started focusing on the presentation instead of preserving the culture, especially with our, our black, and, black and brown communities. Excuse me. Um, it's, it's literally a popularity contest. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, we, we've done it to ourselves. I, I feel like we're growing as a, as a community and a culture in, in a large aspect to a space where we're seeing that that's the problem. Now the next step has to be how do we correct it? Right. Right. And also, too, the, let's really stay on that and uh, to piggyback off that. Do you feel that within creatives, especially music creatives, um, and this is what i am been really assessing of since, you know, being an A&R, you know, for the last year, that a lot of music creatives, music artists, not a lot, I'll say a good vast majority of music artists. I don't like saying a lot because, you know, because then that means that I'm saying all. But no, let's say a vast mm-hmm. majority have really aimed more so not to make their music timeless, but for that mm-hmm. matter, moment, you know, for the moment. As you as an artist, like, take us into your feeling of that. I feel like, personally, there's a time and a place for it. Okay. I do feel like um, it's moments where it's necessary as a creative to be able to prove that, you know, you can stand in a space that exists right now, but don't let go of your morals and and forget what made you do it in the first place and why the people who truly connect with you right. even connected with you in the first place. Right. Um, 
I think for me as a, as a hip hop artist, a good example of that is guys like J. Cole, right? On his project, he'll work with guys like the baby, little baby, 21 Savage to prove that he can exist in this space, in this current state of hip hop. But within that, you know, as a whole body of work, he never allows you to forget why you fell in love with J. Cole's music and his art by creating records like Applied Pressure, um, 95 South, like these these records with that are chock full of content that that made you really fall in love with the creative. So it's the time and the place, right? right in my opinion. Yeah, nah, I mean, and that's what's up, man. I'm definitely glad you touched on that, man. And with you, you know what I'm saying? I definitely feel like like you're not you're not far off of 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 the of the greatness, or for that matter, you're not far off of where the cliff could hit for the mainstream. You know what I'm saying? I definitely feel with you, you know, of the independence, you know, of the independence or in the independent industry thereof with hip hop, I definitely feel like you've always been there. You know what I'm saying? You've always been there. Like it's like there. So what do you feel for you? will definitely just break the break the wall pretty much not saying that you're, you're hitting a wall but what would break right. what would break the surface of the ceiling for you to definitely say all right you know what motherfuckers gotta fuck with with coney brooks period um oh that's a great one i think for me it would just be maintaining a consistency um and being open to different um I want to say styles and, and artists, right? Because I'm I'm one of those artists where, although I like the new material, I'm heavy on lyrical content. There's certain guys I just wouldn't work with, even though I may think, you know, from afar, like, yo, this is dope. That's cool that you're doing that. It's not me. Example, I drove myself crazy because I would not jump on a drill record, mm. right? Mm. Um, But, you know, I had, I had to jump outside that and realize that there's a current climate where drill exists right and i'm not saying i have to become a drill artist but it may be one of them situations where i might find a young drill rapper that's dope and might want me to jump on a record because they see what it is i do and i have to be open-minded to that so that i can capture a fan base and who knows it's the one that you don't think is gonna hit that takes you to the next level all the time right right yeah no i'm I'm definitely glad you touched on that I, i feel artists as of late and like I said, like I said, this is me speaking on what I've assessed, you know, within the last year of being an A&R. Shout out to Worldwide Sound Records, shout out to DJ Chase. You know what I'm saying? Um, I find it that some maybe have self-sabotaged themselves, per, per se, in a sense. Not not to say like, oh, you know, not to say that they don't want to be open-minded, but it's like, it's like a weird block that they'll do to themselves. Like, nah, fuck out of here, no. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. it's like, then they feel pressured that, oh man, I said no for all these years. Now I just got to do it, period. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm definitely glad the way you broke it down that you, it wasn't a pressure. It was more so like, okay, business-minded move. Okay, right. another way to attract people to my music and to my craft and to my brand. I maybe one or two here and there, but I'm not going to label myself before I accept it for myself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely glad you touched on that. Um, How's 2021 been for you so far, man? Oh, man. Um, Roller coaster. Okay. As far as um, in a personal space. Um, But I feel like 
as a brand, I've been doing a lot of flourishing, um, leaps and bounds, you know. Um, I actually just took on a, on a contract to do some some TV work coming nice. up for the fall. So yeah, that, that's big for me. Nice. Um, I recently just wrote a short film that we're going to be going into production on after the summer. Okay. So um, we dropped the project in March. Um, just been busy. I've been very busy. Just feature after feature, bunch of visuals been pumping out. Right. Just, just staying active and, and, and very much so locked in. Nah, that's what's up, man. And just overall, man, take my creators into like, what's what's Coney Brooks's daily process? Like, what is the daily process of Coney Brooks? Like, real talk. Um, oof. So my daily process. So for those that don't know, like you mentioned a little earlier, I am a fellow educator. Right. Um, I run an after-school program and a beacon program inside of a high school, inside of um, Wings Academy in the Bronx. Okay. So a large part of my day is um, interacting with young people, training staff, mm-hmm. um, professional developments for myself, meetings and planning, um, camp and whatever is supposed to be taking place at, at that point in time. That's like a very large chunk of my day. Right. Um, then after that, I get my opportunity to really sit down with the tunes. Um, I run my my independent label alongside my brother Teddy Grams. So I spent a large chunk. Absolutely. I spent a large chunk of the day studying, you know, just looking at social media trends and uh figuring out music trends and, and trying to figure out how we can create sounds and and scheduling certain things and how we want to package other artists and um if it's another artist like JR Just Real's uh professional development day, now right. we're going through his schedule so we can figure out when we are lining up these meetings and these vocal sessions for him and um, and vice versa for everybody else that's on the roster. And then at some point of the day, later on in the evening, that's when I get to focus on myself as an artist. So I try to spend some time writing. I try to spend some time, well, if I don't have a shoot schedule, right? Um, just kind of creating and being in the studio, listening to beats, even if I'm just dropping a 16, just, just to keep the mind fresh. And then... A dude like me, I like to calm down. I play video games. I like 2K. I end my night off. Cap it off a little 2K, a Call of Duty or something like that to bring the mind down, reflect. And then um, we up and at it the next day. On routine. Since you, let's touch on that, man. Has (laughs) Coney Brooks made a decision or thought about coming to the gaming space with his music? Or even for that matter, even to like influence in the gaming space, you know what I'm saying? With your bars. Like, take us into that, man. Um, it's always been a thought. It's been a dream. It's been a goal of mine. Um, I've just never necessarily known how to attack it. Okay. Um, I, I got a couple of friends who have some friends over at some companies. And um, in recent months, they've told me for upcoming gameplay, these are some of the things they may need. Um, so no promise made, but we're going to say fingers crossed that some things come right. through. Yeah, definitely. Man. Um, but yeah, so I... It's a, it's a dream of mine. It's a goal of mine. I want to be one of those guys. You hit my record on 2K or something like that. You like, yo, who's this Coney Brooks dude? He's nice. Yeah. And you see me on 2K TV and realize who the hell I am. You know? Like, <laughs> I, I love it. That's what's up, man. And definitely, man, yo, who who influenced you, man? Like, who really, like, influenced Coney Brooks to really come into the game, man? Real talk. Um. So, on, on a person-to-person level, it started with my older brother. Um, he was a DJ as well as a producer. Um, so like in the crib coming up, he would just like sample my voice, sample my video games and all of that. Okay. Um, kind of grew up hearing that, that phrase rap is poetry, rap is poetry. 
Right. So first grade, I did a um, we did a poetry um project in first grade, and uh, I wrote a verse. Yeah, I was reading that in the bio. Man. Seven, yeah, take a seat to that man. Seven seven years old, spitting bars crazy. Like, what, what was going on with that? I wish it was crazy. He said it was the worst shit he ever heard in his life. <laughs> well, I mean, you're seven years old. I mean, I don't, I don't think like off the rip, seven years old, you're gonna like. Okay, you, so you, I'm assuming you were born what? Like, and I read in the bio in the '90s. So you were born what? Ninety-two. Ninety. Ninety. Okay. 90. I mean. You're not you're not coming up with some ill dope LL Cool J or freaking uh, Big Daddy Kane bars at seven years old. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Or even right. for that matter, ninety. Let's see who was dope in ninety. I'm showing my age too. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, who else was dope and ill in ninety? Um, you can see nineteen, see nineteen ninety. Yeah, that's like Father MC maybe. Um, um, Will Smith. Uh, right. Jazzy Jazz and the Fresh Prince. Um, what was he talking about? You talking about Cool G rap? That's that's tribe tribes in that in that boat in that space. Um, this is mad MCs. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think at seven years old. I was none of them at seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on now, son. Look, come on now, son. But yeah. at the same time, him being harsh about it, um, that's what made me say, all right, I'm gonna get good at this shit. Right. Right. Um. So you know, we spent some time apart. He went his way I had to do my own thing but by the time we got back together like I had truly found my love and and really like locked in like mm. at, at this point I want to say the next time we spoke about music from seven I was probably 16 and then he didn't hear me rap in person until I was like 21 like by the time 21 came around I had it already like I was right light years ahead of a bunch See, of people now we can <laughs> Now, yeah, you know, Joel Santana, you know what I'm saying? G-Unit, you know what I mean? You know, getting your kind right. you know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Lupe Fiasco, Drake, Drake God, you know. Right. You know what's up, so. man? That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Real real rap. I'm definitely glad. But yo, man, but let's definitely take a break, man, because I definitely want to play one of your latest tracks. You know okay. what I'm saying? I want my creators to hear your latest track. And then from there, man... Gonna have to get at you with either or, son. You know what it is, my creatives. <laughs> Hashtag PTC. You know what that is. Pound that chest is cuts, baby. Come on, man. Ha! We're gonna be right back, you heard? Through the city and we all got rides. You caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up cause we on that time. And we all outside, moving through the city and we all got rides. You caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up cause we on that time. Been drinking, fuck smoking, this Hennessy got me open. If you think that I'm joking, hand me my fix. I'm mixing that potion. I'm in my zone. Never too busy to get a sip. They come fly cause they notice I've been the shit. Still on my bullets. I'm with the shit. On every track they around for the benefit. Drink, drink, pour it up. Liquor, overflow your cup. Looking right, smelling good. Never sober as I should. Walking away from all of my problems On two feet, only comfortable if I'm wobbling The two C holding Batman I'm robbing on a dark night Close to the sky like Hobgoblin I play games, hopscotch To get to the top spot Bubble in a booth like a pop rock Your main bra, boogie and pop lock So I got the cuffs and the cam on the body The cops watch I be trying to whip it from the back seat With a 60 of the Henny on the back street Boy, Kevin Gates, I don't ever get tired I be on some bullshit with a vibe 
we all outside. Moving through the city and we all got rides. You caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up cause we on that time. And we all outside. Moving through the city and we all got rides. You caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up cause we I've been drinking, fuck smoking, this Tennessee got me open. If you think that I'm joking, hand me my fix, I'm mixing that potion. Licks in my cup, a sip and get toasty. Chicks on my chest, they starting to get jokey. Broads approach me, starting to get cozy. I'm too comfy knowing they don't know me, yeah, and I'm in a twilight zone. And I can't find my phone. I hope I find my way home. I need to leave this life alone. Nobody illa could kill a style, I'm loud, I move a crowd, get down, you see me now, get out of your feelings, how? You proud, I see it now, I waited and made a vow, the crown on my head like 150 pounds, bust it open, nah baby, I ain't joking, in the middle, I make them legs drop, Hulk Hogan, yeah, I'm potent, how you walk around purple like you loki, pour it up, get that cookie wetter than an ocean, and we all outside, moving through the city and we all got rides, you caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up, cause we on that time. We all outside, moving through the city and we all got rides. You caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up cause we on that time. And we all outside, moving through the city and we all got rides. You caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up cause we on that time. And we all outside, moving through the city and we all got rides. You caught a vibe, I caught a vibe, and now we going up cause we on that time. that fire that fuego on that time man yo god we gotta get into we gotta get into it yo what, what, what was the emphasis on making that track bro so um i linked up with my brother jalak quinn um to do my making of a legend ep he produced all the records absolutely we locked in um and we just was kind of evaluating a space that i was in in my life over the course of the past year so um, the EP as a whole, it kind of told the story of what I am on a surface level when people see me as royalty, and then what kind of contributed to me being lit before I hit my proverbial wall that made me reevaluate everything mm-hmm. and then realize that um, all of the chinks in the armor, they build character. And that's what makes me a legend right. um, in my own right. You know what right. I'm saying? So on that time, was it's kind of like the fast life part of that, mm-hmm. where like, Everything is just moving. I'm lit. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what's up, son. All right, man. Enough of the nicey, nice stuff, man. Real talk. <laughs> yeah. No, no laughing, my sir. No laughing, my guy. Time to play either or. Now, I don't know if you've been listening to the previous episodes, but either or, pretty much that situational game where you mm-hmm. really got to choose either or. No political answer. No political answer. <laughs> Nope, we're getting right to it. It's going to make you think, Coney. You know what I'm saying? Let's, right, do let's it. get right into it, bro. All right, sir. You mentioned the hard work lifestyle that you are as an educator mm-hmm. and the time that you put in as, as, as a rap artist. Absolutely. All things ago, 
That means funding, all funding towards you is a go. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But you also got your life on the line. You got about multiple machine guns at your body, at your at your head, everything. You got okay. one, you got a decision to make of where to stay with. Now remember, mind you, all funding is a go. Okay. If, if funding for your programs with, with as, a, as an educator, funding with your yourself as a brand. Who you? Okay. What are you making the decision on, and why? I am gonna go with the music. Woo! Okay. What's up? Let's get on um, it. So for me, the music, it, it's been there in times and space where I didn't have anything in anyone. That's my creative outlet. That's kind of what keeps me sane. Like I've realized if I don't work with kids directly, I still have something to hold me down. But if I don't do music, I lose my mind. Mm. And then in that same breath, you know, I can recognize and acknowledge that if I'm able to put as much time into my music as I want to, I'm still getting an opportunity to educate. Right. right? I'm going to have opportunities to make music where I'm talking directly to these young people. Right. Right. And then who's to say, as I'm making the money, I can't fund my own program now. Right. I'm, I'm right. building my own building, you know, right. down the line. So I feel like the possibility is endless if I'm able to continue to do what I love on a high level. That keeps me sane. All right. That's what's up, son. All right, kid. All right, dog. Here's the next one, kid. <laughs> Who of yourself, because you've been in the game for a minute. You've been in the game, let's say, I think about minimum 10. Yes. Yeah, minimum 10. All right, son. So if you had to choose between year three and right now, mm. which ones are you going, which years are you going with and why? Ooh, you say year three. So to be safe, I'm going to take that back to 2013. That was intense. Um, yeah, that year was very intense in general. Um, you know what? I would probably go with 2013. Wow. Really? Wait, wait. Over, over, over now? Over right now. Woo! Um, you gotta, you gotta go into that, bro. That's eight (laughs) years ago, bro. 2013 was just so wild. You know, and I feel like that was my first lick of success. Okay. On a on a large scale. That was my first time really winning the showcases. So I'm getting the rap bread. I'm I'm hanging out with SNS who I knew for years, but we actually in the studio doing records. My first video hits almost a hundred thousand views on YouTube. Okay. Uh, everything I'm dropping is hitting like twenty thousand in three weeks. Right. So like I'm I'm hitting on the internet gold plaque on that piff before my account gets hacked. You know, all of that happened in 2013. So I feel like, why well, I even ask this specific question before I started answering why I would go back, right? Um, no, I mean, I you, like, you're getting into it. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, you're getting into it. The mental space that I'm in now with the experiences that I had in 2013, I would have been able to turn my career around then. Mm. All right, all right, all right, son. All right, son, last question. Nonetheless, man. I hate, I hate to put this pressure on you, son. Oh, man. Pressure the nerves. You. All right. If one artist 
came up to you and said, all right, Coney, pulling your rank. Let's go. Rocking with me. I got you to get you past the wall that we was talking about. Right? Okay. Is it Jay-Z or is it Drake God? Is it Drake, son? What's good, son? Oh, no, it's definitely Jay. Whoa, wait. You going over the Drake? Yo, you on the Drake God, son? No, I'm going to Jay. No, no, no. I said you're going over the Drake God? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Absolutely. Let's go, son. Because I feel like as an artist, as a rapper, right, Drake would shelf me because he knows that I'm going to wrap circles around him. Oh, damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> Drake listen, is dead nice. Listen, Coney, so I, I don't mean that with no Coney, listen, brother, He's dead nice, but I'm going to wrap circles around listen, Drake. I know, I know <laughs> the cuts is on iHeartRadio, so Spotify, so Google, it's on Apple. But we don't, we don't need, listen, 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 I get it. <laughs> I get it, son. I get it, son. Hey, you know what? You know what? Hey, that's what you feel? Hey, that's what you feel, brother. But I'm just saying, don't get me in trouble. No, 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 and I mean that from a space of love. I do mean that from a space of love. Like, All right, just making sure. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, diff- I'm a different type of rapper. You about to have me go. You know, those are the words of Cody Brooks, not those of Kareem Warner Tyson, aka Remo Marac. So I just want to let you know. So <laughs> it's all good, son. It's all good, son. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Yo, definitely getting to the near and dare end, but um, definitely uh, let my creators know about. Your top three motivational quotes or advice, man. Real talk. Um, so I'm gonna split it. I have one quote that I definitely live by that I love to share with people. Cool. So that one is um adversity only reintroduces you to yourself. Mm. Dive into that, man. Elaborate into um so people usually they hit a hard time and they question why, right? At that point in time, I, I truly feel like you know, you either got to wallow in it or stand up in it right. and, and kind of learn to live in your truth. We don't go through things, you grow through things. Right. Right. So when you hit that proverbial wall, mm-hmm. it's going to reintroduce you to everything um, morally that made you up as a person. Um, all of your earliest teachings, it's going to allow you to relate to, you know what I'm saying? Everything that you know to be true. And it's going to help you dictate if you're going to climb up out of that or if you're going to wallow in basking. So I live by that. Um, adversity only reintroduces you to yourself. Mm, I feel you on that, man. That's uh, What's the next one, man? Um, and my next two are more so advice. So right. my first clip would be to just truly stay authentic. In this business, be you unapologetically. Um mm. The people are going to rock with you regardless as long as they can connect to it and know that that is exactly who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? People see through the facade when you're trying to do something you're not. They can tell when you're dabbling and you're trying to be in a space where you're finding yourself for experiment and they they know when you're perpetrating. They know. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? People people are not fickle. They know the difference. Right. Um, So definitely, you know, be you unapologetically. And um, my last clip would be just stick to your guns. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't let nobody drive you, you know, off of what it is that you stand on. This is you. Live by that. As men in this world, or as strong women in this world, you literally have your word. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to go off of that, it it proves that you're untrustworthy. So okay. stand on what it is you believe in. 
Right. All right, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. But yo, man, real talk, man. We should know who you are. We should. not real talk. We should know. But let my creatives know where to follow you at, God. Absolutely. Um, All of my social media, you can find me at Coney Brooks, K-O-N-Y-B-R-O-O-K-S. Um, on all streaming platforms, you can find me at Coney Brooks. Uh, you can check out my website, www.coneybrooks.com. Um, go over to the shop tab. I got some new merch out. Uh, oh, son. That I put yeah, out. I sent something to the Ruger Spray, son. <laughs> I got you. Facts. I got you. Facts. Each video we putting out, each single we pushing, I'm, I'm putting together a little merch pack for it. So I got you. Facts. Facts, dude. Yeah, real talking. Also, too, man, I think, I think the Ruger Spray got to do a cameo in your video, son. All right, bet. Kind of like yeah. that red man I be that type shit, son. <laughs> I'm just get type shit, son. I got you. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, my brother. But yo, Coney, yo, real talk. Really appreciate speaking with you, man. Chopping it up with you, man. Definitely continue doing what you're doing, man. As always, you know, I definitely will see you in the trenches and everything like that, as usual. You know what I'm saying? But this is another edition of Cut. You know what the Cut stand for? Culture, urban, technology, and sports, my friends. You know my hashtag. And also to PTC, pound that chest. Ah! Also follow me at Remo Marac. And as well as follow the podcast cuts c.u.t.s underscore double underscore. You know what I'm saying? You know what's up. You know what it is. Ah, we pound that chest. Come on. <laughs> then we are out of here. Peace.